To put knowledge in its right place is the art of intelligence. Jiddu Krishnamurti was born on the 11th of May 1895 in a small town in southern India. He and his brother were adopted in their youth by Dr. Annie Besant, then president of the Theosophical Society. Dr. Besant and others proclaimed that Krishnamurti was to be a world teacher whose coming had been predicted. To prepare the world for this coming, a worldwide organization called the Order of the Star in the East was formed and the young Krishnamurti was made its head. We have found so much security in knowledge, we feel knowledge will give us a complete safety. And knowledge doesn't give us safety or security. I can have all the books and all the knowledge of the world, and inwardly I'm a bit quaking with fear, anxiety, uncertainty. So the art is to see that everything in life has its right place. Knowledge has its right place. Thinking has its right place. Conditioning as the average education. Because if I am not educated, if I am not have knowledge through education, I can't do anything. In 1929, Krishnamurti renounced the role that he was expected to play, and he dissolved the order with its huge following and returned all the money and property that had been donated for this work. From then on, for nearly 60 years until his death on the 17th of February 1986, he travelled throughout the world talking to large audiences and to individuals about the need for a radical change in mankind. To make freedom into a problem is to deny freedom. Problem of violence, problem of what's happening, and the butchering that's going on of human beings by human beings for ideological or personal reasons. The content of consciousness is consciousness. That's fairly clear. That content is the result of thousands of years of thought, of experience, of knowledge, is there in human consciousness. And human consciousness, it is consciousness of man. And the content is what conditions us. Now, can the content be emptied without effort? Because the moment you make an effort, that effort is made in order to achieve something else. 
which is part of our conditioning. So, no effort and not the action of will operating on the content. want to do. This is the problem that is contained in meditation, that is, whether the mind can empty itself from the past, empty itself of the images, the myths, the pictures, the, the thing that man has accumulated through fear, through greed, through envy, through uh, affection, through mm, all kinds of incidents and accidents. Now can the mind empty itself? I say it can only when it is capable of looking at the content without the movement of thought. of the thought has created the content. this room, hmm? the chairs, the proportions of this room, the carpet, the mountains, to be aware of everything around you. Without the sensor, thought has created the sensor as the me, as the you. Now, 
that sense of choiceless awareness is totally different from the awareness that thought says, I must look, I must learn, I must change, I must do something about it. Those are all movements of thought which prevents a total awareness or total attention. at ourselves, and ourselves is a society, then we have all the reaction that I must be this way, that I must not be that way, how bad I am, how good I am, how, and so on, so on, so on. Now, to look at oneself without all that reaction, that's probably almost impossible unless we really are attentive. At the moment of attention, there is no movement of thought. That's very clear. When you attend, give your whole attention to something, which is different from concentration, then there is no center. But that moment has gone. And the next moment, you are inattentive. You are not attentive. Then, in that lack of attention, arises all the movement of thought, your prejudices, your desires, your pursuit of pleasure and so on. The moment of that complete attention has gone. But the brain says, I remember that attention, I want it back. So it makes an effort to get that attention back. Which is the movement of thought. When there is this lack of attention, to be aware of that lack, then that very lack of attention is attention.
four walls. There are all the rules, regulations, guards and prison walls and all the rest of it. I want to be free because I'm restricted. My desire for freedom is to escape from this prison, to do what I want to do. But such freedom is obviously an imposition on me by society, by a person and so on. Therefore, freedom is really as is generally understood, is a reactionary movement. terms of opposites, bondage and freedom, restriction and freedom, choice and freedom. But look at why the mind has to choose, has to build a ball around itself as a resistance and so on. The, one gets hurt by two various, both physiological and mm, psychological one gets hurt and one builds a wall around oneself not to be hurt more in the future. Now, that restrictive action, one thinks that in this protective way one can not only be not hurt anymore but also escape into a form of isolation which I call freedom. Bondage and freedom. Let's take those two. Society, education, belief, 
various religions have imposed certain sanctions and limited our action. Not only society, but ourselves have limited act. And there is always the craving to be free from that limitation. This freedom from bondage, which is the opposite of bondage, that freedom has its roots in bondage. Therefore, it's not free. So, we are conditioned to do something about what I see in myself. And to uncondition myself from what I am is called freedom. But it is not freedom. It's only an opposite of what I am. See, education has conditioned us. Society, which I have created, for which each one is responsible, and that society is my activity. Therefore, the collective is me, and I am the collective. And that has conditioned us. Society being the culture, the religion, the um, the various accumulated knowledge and so on, all that obviously has conditioned me. Knowledge, therefore, has its place. But knowledge will never give you freedom.
You've been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe and the voice of Jay Krishnamurti. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.